0: Before we get started, does anyone want
1: to get out? They're in the computer? This is
2: getting all of hot. Wow! Strange things are fun. Hold on to your potato! Listen. You smell something? Hello and welcome to Clear History Podcast, the podcast where we talk about crazy stuff that we found on the interwebs. I'm your old pal Steve, and with me as always is...
0: hi Hands Megan. And today we have joining us our old pal in the rear with the gear... All slip, no grip, noodle bags, twist and tuck, John.
1: That is me. You <laughs> couldn't go any smoother than that. It's absolutely perfect. <laughs> Thank you for the water flutter introduction. I don't you, know brother. why you have
0: the twist and tuck, but I've watched a lot of RuPaul's Drag Race and I sport you bud, so. I don't want
2: the twist. I mean chaotic, you're gonna neutral theme.
0: I think you gotta some some if you if you if your genitals are big enough you gotta twist it before you tuck it. Yeah, you
1: twist and you tuck.
0: That's like a, Donald this the is, duck What is this? That's a,
2: what they say. Is this a fucking bread bag? Life
1: is a bread
0: bag. Life is a highway.
1: Full of bread bags. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking mess and there's no room for sea this, turtles in that world.
0: This week at work's been rough. Because it's been lost spreadsheets, so I've yeah, uh, listened to a lot of lot of things. Oh yeah. my!
1: I've listened to a
2: lot of one single podcast over and over. So
0: the yeah. same episode. It
2: was ours. It was <laughs> this one. So if you guys could help us out uh, and give us a positive rating on iTunes, that would help us. Get that mattress money that we started this podcast for. So try to get it sponsored by mattress
1: (laughs) (laughs) and
0: Hardee's. Hardee's, if you have any, coupons.
1: I'm trying to go for a Hardee's coupe. like even just a coupon. I I don't have a lot of great sponsors. I don't even need a free burger. We have a lot of really good sponsors. But make sure it's Hardee's and not Carl's. Don't pay us anything.
2: I get an email. It's like, hey, yeah, can you do us a favor? (laughs) Sure. Damn you, internet. We'll send you a bunch (laughs) of
0: leather dildos. I'm like, okay. Leatherdildos.com.
1: I actually did get those leather dildos shirts oh
0: so they went here. Yeah,
2: i did get those. i lost them up my ass well some asshole some some keeps like
0: putting a slice of bread in my mailbox every <laughs> month <laughs> <laughs>
2: just one slice with
1: a fucking stamp in the corner just
2: stamp on the edge yeah, of the bread Just a stamp on the bread straight on bread Man, straight stamp it.
1: to bread that's a travesty <laughs> that shouldn't it's speaking a of bread crime. speaking criminal. of
0: bread that's what i've been looking at all week bread
2: yeah
0: yeah.
1: Bread.
0: I uh, can't have bread. Bread till you're dead. Traditional bread. That's what bread. they say. I can't have wheat. can't have the glutes. Gluten intolerant.
1: That's glutes and gluten, I'm <laughs> pretty sure, are two she very different things. She can't have the
2: sweet wheat
1: treat.
0: The wheat sweet wheat
1: treat. I can't have that sweet wheat treat. Or and, sour uh, wheat treat if you're into
0: sourdough. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, Sean likes to, at work likes to send me stuff about bread sometimes. Sometimes it'll be like a way that I can make my own sourdough bread without there being any gluten. I don't know.
1: Sometimes it's literally it's, just it's pictures some, of bread. It's just pictures of bread. He's like, He's like check this
0: Go out. kill, Go kill yourself because this is amazing. And so then as someone who's gluten intolerant, I basically just look at garlic bread all day. I just search garlic bread. <laughs>
1: Think about it. That's
2: what's on your third monitor, just pictures of garlic bread. Yeah. Her desk is actually covered in little cloves of garlic. I like trying so to, go, kind of I to, try to go talk to her, and she's like closed out all these. Uh and and windows of the bread. I do love She's like, oh no, someone's looking <laughs> <laughs> It's I do like all in separate love, uh... windows It's not different tabs It's literal <laughs> separate
1: windows across different screens <laughs> There's too much garlic bread
0: But I do love garlic bread memes If you haven't checked those out, they're pretty it's great It's true, like, you, you send us at
1: least one garlic bread meme a day I, I I'm do, I'm sorry sure. <laughs> <laughs> But
0: little known fact Garlic bread was invented by a Tibetan throat singer Named Wayne Gelman While on a vacation in Twin Falls, Idaho It was originally thought by many scholars that it filled his need for a midnight snack while keeping the Nosferatu at bay.
2: Those darn Nosferatu. (laughs) There's nothing like a piece of garlic bread at midnight. Yeah, that's
0: made up, but I love garlic bread and I miss it. Isn't everything
1: kind of made up if you guys think about
2: it? Well, if it wasn't made up, it wouldn't have been there. (laughs)
1: See? (laughs) (laughs) There you have it, team. We're done. We've solved the mystery. But I'm like,
0: I've been hooked on this, uh... The bread stuff sean sent me this really cool uh post on imager i don't say it that way he does Got him. Imgur. about a loaf of bread that was made in like the first century ad and it was discovered at pompeii so it had, it had been preserved
1: for like mm. centuries this is in, like lava rock bread
0: yeah and the volcanic ashes, ashes right? no, it's it's i don't know i'd probably not good i mean like i've looked at the picture it's black it's round and it has like some markings on it, and uh, it's that was a Roman bread stamp. They would stamp it for different reasons. Like one would be to mark it for a certain event or a family. One to like authenticate it, and another stamp would be maybe to prevent fraud, which we'll talk about. But why did the Romans even have bread stamps? Well, in 168 BC, the Roman government formed the first bakers guild. And it was called we the, we the
2: Baker's
0: Guild. Yeah, pretty much. Right? Yes. But I don't know if I'm <laughs> saying this right, but it was the Collegium <laughs> Pistorum, was the name of it.
2: Collegium.
0: So, Collegium. Sounds, pistorum. I don't know. That could but be Pistorum comes from the sound. word to grind
2: hell yeah mm-hmm. they're
1: grinding they're <laughs> yeah, on that like they grind the grind. wheat. a grinding beef it's like bones <laughs> <Grinding> <laughs> beef. i was gonna go in a bone saw direction i was gonna be like bone grinder but, <laughs> but i like cause i guess I it's because they probably milled the
0: flour the too like they you know grill it you know grind it but they um, have to grind it for so sure. when they formed this baker's guild it be bread kind of became a regulated commodity because i mean we know bread's been kind of important for a long time. So basically what happened this week is I started going down this whole history of bread shit because it kept coming up. The one good thing about being a baker and getting into this baker's guild was that most people who worked in a trade were actually slaves. Like most people.
1: Aren't we still?
0: We are. But bakers were considered free men. Um, but they were forbidden to Free mix the with bakers, for, forbidden to mix with comedians and gladiators, and they were forbidden to attend performances at the amphitheater. So like they couldn't go to anything because they were bakers. And they had to be pure. Well,
1: you know, you don't know those bakers. Get they're really exclusive folk. But it, it's probably good that they had a guild to regulate that shit because unregulated bread has caused lots of problems. That's actually how witches came about. Like yeah, bread's a, bread's
0: a shit show.
1: Because it was made with shitty wheat that had ergod in it, and people literally tripped balls. And witches.
0: And witches. They
1: thought that people were witches, and so they killed people over bad bread. That's why you gotta have a bread guild.
0: You gotta have a bread guild. If and
1: you, you don't have a
2: bread guild, society falls apart. You had you had twist twist the and, the and Twist and tuck. twisted and you tuck, tuck, twist and
0: but, I mean, okay, so these bakers were certified, but not all bakers in Roman times were certified. So, I'm, you had some bootleg bakers selling bread in the back alley, you know, for cheaper or whatever. I always
1: buy my bread in
0: alleys. But, I mean, you can go read about this. It's pretty interesting. Um, so, some of the reasons they stamped their bread were there were certain Romans that were eligible for a daily free bread. You know, depending on what group of people were in there, they were part
1: of a different guild, like the Bread Takers Guild. Yeah, just well, no, I think it was like bread.
0: more. It was a, kind of a redistribution of wealth. It was kind of the Romans kind of did that first. So it was communism to help the poor a little bit. Where it was, it, I can't remember which emperor it was, but there was that old phrase of like, "Give them bread and circuses" or something like that.
1: I don't trust it. Marie
2: Antoinette. <laughs> no, it, like it was a Roman
0: they... emperor who said it, it. The whole point was feed them and keep them happy and they'll support whatever you do as a government so there was actually and you can go read into the history of it more but there were actually the these laws that were passed and stuff where people were eligible for free bread so some of the breads were branded or stamped with uh, and they would set these bronze stamps on the bread while it rised so then it would imprint it as it was baked but the free bread okay they had to give us each baker had to give a certain amount of free bread out per day And it was kind of lower quality. They had like a quota. Right. But what they would do is they would take some of the grain that they were given for the free bread and put it into their baked goods that were worth more, like their fancy baked goods that they sold to the rich people, and they would subsidize- they they were
1: giving the rich people the snickel fritz of bread?
0: They were giving- No, they were giving the rich people really good bread, but they were taking the free bread they had to bake and subsidizing the grain with like sawdust, dirt- Oh, well, so that
2: was the snickel for that was,
0: They
1: were feeding the poor bread, but
0: yeah. so they had so they to put their... They were basically
2: getting, like, the, their, the government would, like, give them... They were their bread. Yeah, yeah were, so were, the government were, would give them resources, and they'd use all the resources for their good products. That they actually made money off for of. For the stupid products that they had to make for the government. the government. It's like cocaine they'd be like, in the Fuck 90s. It. And then they'd cut 90s. it with crap.
0: Yeah, so they basically had to mark their bread so that if someone complained about shit-free bread, they would know who to kill. And they get in trouble.
2: Did they kill people? Unless. <laughs> yes, they'd burn well, your bakery down if wait. you were like. They burned your bakery down no, if yeah, they, they killed perfect. you. That was no, it. But, <laughs> but Megan. You don't get to fuck up in the Riddle me this. Done. What if the guy that got sick accidentally ate the seal part of the bread? <laughs> and like, darn it. <laughs> I ate that part. I well, it wasn't the sealed. It was seal. actually just
0: a stamp. It was just like a metal thing that they put on the bread that baked the bread. I know, but different. what if he eats that part? Oh, shit, he did. He just swallowed <laughs> <saw> it whole. <laughs> like, damn it, I forgot. <laughs> so it's like one... <laughs> I forgot to take it I out know. of the bread That's <laughs> It's like one reason they had bread stamps. Another reason would be for... I mean... Like, Okay, if they had a f- specific family they were selling it to, they may if stamp their name on it, it or something then you like that. Or they have the stamp well,
1: and
2: you're ready you to get, go? You get custom bread stamps. But also, um, <laughs> you can, you can customize your bread. Hey, that's my bread. Hey, See? Hey, 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 they- Steve, old Steve. It says it right there.
0: <laughs> they also would, so they, another thing that bakers were doing in the time that I thought was super interesting, I didn't know about it, was that most people didn't have ovens, obviously, so they would just bring their, like, seed to the baker so like a lot of romans they were. would walk into
1: the baker and say take my <laughs> seed baker." right so most
0: romans were eligible for a daily dose of grain so they would take their seed to the baker in exchange for a hot loaf
1: god i buy a dollar for every time i exchanged my seed for a hot loaf <laughs> yeah it's like i you have, have to like wait like nine months dollars. Have, oh that's kind of <laughs> depressing john <laughs> today <laughs> you got no I, I don't know what that means and i don't know if i uh,
0: well they would use it to stamp me. to us give the who goes
1: give us the bread. no i mean what i said I you to be the
0: cash also be the wiener
1: if anyone else can figure out that implication <laughs> yeah. send us an email or a comment or but,
0: something okay the only other like kind of cool thing i mean there's lots of stuff you can learn about this i will but... give
1: hardy's my seed for a <laughs> free cheeseburger <laughs> you know what
2: on the seed on the on the buns, you get the little the little seeds on top. The of it. Ooh, sesame, seeds. the sesame seeds. So hey, yeah. it's a win-win. Sesame seeds. You give seed, they give. Is that like Kara seed.
0: Okay? Are we all saying it wrong? I don't know. I'm making it up. <laughs> <No.
2: laughs> Interesting
0: happen? fact though, you can purchase a fifth to seventh century Roman slash Byzantine Empire bread stamp for about six hundred and fifty scrint online. I found some. Dude, that's,
1: cool. that's not bad for a
2: piece of ancient ass yeah, bread. Yeah, it's
0: pretty neat.
1: That's solid. Are they? I bet common? bread of the month club
2: would send you something like that. Actually, they just they just oh, lick the stamp and slap it right on there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so at, at okay, so we, we've got the Roman times, but I just wanted to like so bread frauds pretty interesting and it, it's it's lasted for a bread long fry. time and we have another really good instance that I came across of bread fraud in England. So uh, this, all this, like the stamps and all that have kind of lasted through time in different cultures, but one that stood out, so what happened was in England in 1266, King Henry III, he reinstated a statute that determined the price of a loaf of bread. So obviously the Romans kind of controlled the price of the grain, the price of the bread and all, and all that, but yeah. so this new statute he instilled um, fix the size or weight of a loaf of bread regardless of the cost of wheat. So if the price of wheat went up, the size of the loaf went down. Mm-hmm. And the bakers had to all abide by that. This lasted until
1: 1863. Less seed, less Six, Over 600 years 1863? in England. 1863? <laughs> yes. It That's like the 1200s. Civil War times. Too. Right. That's, so takes us into the modern day, basically. Side
0: fact, but it was set once per year it's after harvest season day. on September 29th during the feast of saint Michel, but um basically so bakers had to abide by this every year and they don't want to be accused of selling underweight loaves right you don't want to be that baker
1: because you 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 don't want to get murdered everyone wants to be Sara lee but we can't all be Sara lee (laughs) (laughs) so what the what the certified i'm more of a wonder guy (laughs) (laughs) you don't want to buy that shit wonder it's nasty it's got gluten
0: in it it does but Bakers would basically... Didn't want to be accused of selling underweight loaves because that was against the law. So they would add an extra loaf when selling to... Like, they would sell their bread to a middleman who would then sell it. So that's actually... Dude,
1: bread brokers. <laughs>
0: these I know. Bread bread bread. Bread's that's a big deal hey,
2: hey, man. These guys are getting You rich. have a guy? Dude. <laughs> yeah, bread's have, you a you big fucking
0: deal. Like, bread's like... There's so much bread history. I can't 100% even...
1: 100% pure bread. I'm not looking for any of that cut shit. I'm looking for the good bread. Yeah.
2: That's bread's Why
0: like they
1: got bread stamps, though,
2: though? but like in loaf form yes that's true <laughs> i <Think about it. laughs> read that on the internet
0: but so the, them selling giving an extra loaf to a middleman was kind of where we got the term baker's dozen so instead of 12 you got an extra loaf you got 13 oh. so that
1: way the guy could take a cut yeah,
0: but I also was I wrote this down I wrote, this, like down, the grocery store I wrote this down when They're I was listening slip, to dude. this thing the other day because it said that an extra loaf was called the inbread and I was like lols what <laughs> <laughs> wow. oh. Same. so i mean they would have official bread examiners that would come to their bakery and like weigh their bread right because
1: they gotta make sure they're following the law. bread audit you better watch yeah. out you're gonna get bread so some of these bakers would <laughs> hide the brs coins. the bread revenue services
0: they'd hide coins or bits of metal in their bread presumably they took it Tomato back meat. out <laughs> they probably they forgot to take eat. their stamp. i don't know it doesn't they just oh left the that. stamp they're like shit i left but the stamp in the best again. english <laughs> bread scam did mean to do that was the fraud of 1327. And it occurred in a public bakehouse. So basically people would bring 13, in their bread because they didn't have ovens, so they would make their own fucking bakehouse, Fucking bake hoops, so <laughs> baked right now. <laughs> but 13- they would make their dough at home, and they'd rise their dough, and they would take it into the baker's public bakehouse and then have the baker bake it. Omega. But what they would do is they had these secret cavities built under the molding boards, which is where you would put the bread. And then they would have, like, probably a dirty, dirty little old, Children? like an eight-year-old child under there. Just... dirty little
1: old eight-year-old child. <laughs> <laughs> the dirtiest and the oldest you pretty old old you? Wow, that's
0: pretty old. You get onto there and Great. you pinch off the dough. Yeah. <laughs> you, they, were, they were under there and they were like pinching off pieces of... They like, were the...
1: pinching <laughs> off loaves, you <laughs> must say. <laughs> Yes. Who's shitting in got the oven? got to pinch off a loaf. They were under the secret <laughs> cavities from, pinching off loaf. I don't know, time. but it might, <laughs> but they were
0: under there. They were grabbing pieces of loaf. When you do that throughout the day, they, by the end of the day, they've had a pretty good amount of dough. They,
2: like 15 they have half their, a loaf. They a bakery, <laughs> <they> <laughs> still a so, so okay, worked. so
0: what happens? Old <laughs> days were... Hap- okay, so like, I'm like, okay, what happens to these people if they were caught? Doing These bread children. fraud because bread frauds would go on for a super long time. It's like in any industry, bread but fraud. Dude. in the bread one of 1327 in England, those bakers were placed in the pillory, and that's like where you have like the arm things in the head, you know, and people like throw like tomatoes at egg? you, yeah. yeah, like something like that. Um, and they had to oh. go with like slabs of dough around their neck and like be humiliated. Bread that is humiliating. So, in like England, you that something like that would happen to you, or you would get fined several times, like. England, it wasn't like a huge deal. You could still... They sent
2: you to the
1: Americas? Yes.
2: Right. pretty you much bread laundry. I heard they're having a
1: civil war. They're all in Australia right now. <laughs> Get down there a civil war in that one place. <laughs>
0: but the, so in Vienna, so this is happening all around Europe, all these bakers guilds. Vienna, in,
1: home of the sausages. In
0: Vienna, you were put into something called a party. baker. <laughs> sausage party. A baker oh. shoot which was like a cage that they plunged you into the river in. Uh, in Turkey, did they just
1: leave you in the cage like to death? Like a or shark did they just... cage?
0: I don't know. i It was called a bakır şufan. Because that
1: the way you describe that seems crazy. Does it seems
0: crazy? <laughs> in Turkey, a banned baker was stretched out on your own kneading table. And
2: are you trying to do a Turkish accent? <laughs> yeah, can't. it's not that Turkish was... at all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was like German uh, I think Turkish
2: actually like, oh, oh what oh, do you oh, think like... of
1: this baker man I'm going to lay you on your kneading table Take me a kick
2: as fast as you can <laughs> Oh my,
1: oh my god, god I loved that <laughs> Can not... I make
2: that my ringtone? Just oh <laughs> I'm from Turkey
1: <laughs> Just so you know Steve
0: I'm rubbed his nipples while he was a saying bit. that <laughs> But you would that be straight <laughs> out on the kneading table and bastinado, which is foot-beating, was
1: administered. Ooh.
0: Um, and also Oof. in Egypt, it's a little different. You got nailed by your ear
1: to the door of your shop. That's way worse, dude.
0: In <laughs> so one, it was like a straight. little
1: bit kinky, and the other one, they straight just nail you so to the So I was like, door. I learned a
0: lot more. These are kind of the highlights, and one of the other things I learned was, well, I was like interested because I was like, well, none of this mentioned Asia. It was all kind of Europe and all that, so... I was like looking up. They had rice. They had enough
2: carbs over there.
0: <laughs> so bread came became popular. Yeah, carbs. The one thing I found was that bread became popular in China during the Han Dynasty. Were they? Have you guys ever had like bao buns or mantou? I don't know if that's how you say it.
1: I'm not very. But they're still.
0: steamed leavened breads. They're kind of like a bun. I'm not a
1: ronza. Like a
0: yeah, it's like that but steamier. Okay, nice. <laughs> I can give a hype. But <laughs> have you you know what like a pork bun is right like a bao? Sure. Yeah, so. How, how like the 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 story <laughs> behind how those came into place is pretty funny, so I thought I'd share with you. So in 771 BC, during the Three Kingdom period, barbarians used human heads to worship gods. Okay, Same. Um There was a man named Chancellor. The huge Leong. I'm saying that wrong. The <laughs> <was laughs> huge I got the huge Leong. Zouche you know what I'm Leong. saying? Yeah, yeah. They were at war. They suppressed southern barbarians. And on the way back, he and his army had to cross this river that was like super big and strong, huge waves. And the locals told them that the only way to get across her was to sacrifice human heads to appease the river gods. But this guy didn't want to kill innocent people, so he ordered his soldiers to kill some of their animals. And they put beef and lamb into flour dough in the shape of a head. Dude, crazy <laughs> complex. And then steamed
1: them and threw them into the river. What did they think they were going to get away with? Like...
0: And, uh, fake... At that point, they might as well... <laughs> These were fake them heads, heads to fool head. the river gods. And red that's head. why the two translations of the word "man" too were like cheat heads or barbarian heads. That's the legend of steamed bread in China.
2: Sometimes legends, well, legends aren't very good. Bread. It
1: <laughs> was weird, and I thought I'd share <laughs> it with you. But... Sometimes legends are more like short tales it's, that aren't. It's actually
0: bread. really. <laughs> like, all this is really interesting. I learned a lot. There's a book I really want to read about it, which is kind of dumb of me and nerdy. But the I one thing I want to say. is a huge
1: influx of bread material coming from you. In yes, the past I've been looking at so much bread. It's
0: so interesting. But, uh,. The other I'm thing jealous. I wanted to mention is that bread for it fraud is still going on because I also watched this Canadian documentary where they went to different subways in Toronto and they put in secret cameras and like they're all claiming that they have their nine grain whole wheat whole wheat bread, which I don't go to Subway, but apparently that's a thing. Uh,
1: I thought you meant like Subway stations, and no. I was like, this is probably no, the reason. The like, same it's bread? because of Canada. Subway they bread. Buy their subway. Their they bread say in like apparently Subway, station,
0: subway advertises bread. a nine grain whole wheat bread yeah yeah you know know what the number one ingredient in that is enriched white flour that's a grain. the nine grain blend is six on the list behind yeast which yeast is like
1: a fraction yes. of what
0: goes into them So the nine grain blend is even less than the yeast. Well, and then the, to make it brown, they add caramel color. The nine so, grain is
1: probably like the little oats and shit that they put on top of it. Right. So it. uh yeah. Subway's frauding you. Are. There's a total of frauding you, America.
0: No, I
2: used to work at Subway for a short time. It was weird because no, it's like fresh baked bread. You were but it's kid? also like. I was an artist. artist And uh yeah, it's just, it's all frozen tubes. And then you gotta like thaw them out, and then you put them in in the little rubber molds. Sexy. And it's it's very unappetizing, and all the bread I think is the yeah. same stuff.
0: Yeah, they just put food coloring in it. That's what I'm saying. It's not actually whole grain, you idiot. Stop eating at Subway. The guy that works with us.
2: All right, are we ready for a commercial break, babe?
0: Yeah, you know I've had enough bread. We're ready for a commercial break. Let's do it.
2: Hey guys, Megan and Steve here. We want to take a quick break from the episode to tell you about an awesome new subscription service that we've started using.
0: Yeah, Bread of the Month Club. We've been using it for several months now. We wanted to give you an idea of what to expect um, with your unique slices, or should I say slice of bread every month.
2: Yeah, so we've tried different things like uh, bunani, zucchini, even Razzini bread,
0: Uh, pamper nicole some sort of sour warhead variety.
2: Yeah, I mean, and I mean, I'm not really quite sure if there's any more information about these breads, but they have been delicious on the third Saturday evening of the month. No,
0: Sunday. You get them Sunday unlabeled.
2: Well, if you I I check the mailbox every Saturday night at midnight, wasted drug and there's bread there and I laugh and I love it. But I leave it there for Megan to find it in the morning because she likes it warm from the sun. And the Sunday morning heat really warms it up just perfectly for breakfast.
0: You know, that's the way Hot Hands Megan loves her breakfast is warm from the Sunday heat. And I'm telling you what, guys, for a limited time, you can get your first three months at a reduced rate of 62 cents a slice.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, that's 10% off. It's normally 69 cents a month. And uh, we're able to offer you that. All you have to do is at purchase, type in offer code, I'm ready. There's no better way to try different kinds of bread without having to commit to a whole fucking loaf. It's just one slice.
0: Yeah, so pinch pennies, pinch off that loaf, and let's get it ready. Go to BreadOfTheMonthClub.com and type in, I'm Bready.
2: I brought an interesting conspiracy theory. There's a lot of theories that kind of build off of this one. Doubt it. And it's, uh, it's kind of interesting. So... In October nineteen forty-three the US Navy conducted some crazy experiments with cloaking technology. And as you know, Albert Einstein was working on his universal theory to tie together all of the laws of physics and he never quite got it. I didn't know that. But He's they off-putting. say Huh? Never heard
0: of the guy. Never heard of him.
2: <laughs> Jesus. He never quite cracked it, but they say that he secretly did. And with this theory, they say that you could manipulate light, change the nature of space time, teleport, or even render things invisible. Jesus. So they made the SR 71 Blackbird. (laughs) The plan was to try and make a warship invisible, and they conducted some tests, and they called this the Philadelphia Experiment.
1: Oh, God. Did it happen in Philadelphia?
2: Let's, let's find out. Let's. They
0: made a cheese steak sandwich.
2: So where did this rumor get started? Charlie Day.
0: Philadelphia. In
2: 1955, M.K. Jessup publishes a book called The Case for the UFO, And this is the first real non science fiction, well, book about UFOs (laughs) trying to legitimize theories of aliens and extraterrestrial phenomena. So, like, before that, it was all like comic books and stories like this, and he was just trying to, like, put everything together. Put everything together that's all the stories and try to, like, prove it. Draw
1: lines, legitimize things a little bit. Yeah.
2: So, later that year, the Office of Naval Research gets a (laughs) plain envelope with no not naval like belly button That's
0: what research. I was thinking the <laughs> of belly button research
2: <laughs> That's where I work. <laughs> they get a plain envelope with no return address that says Happy Easter on it. And inside was a copy of the case for the UFO filled with three different handwritings and three different pen colors of notes made in the margins. And apparently these three writers talked about the aliens how the ships worked and seemingly the mysteries of the universe solved so like almost like it was the aliens that were writing it on some of it but most interestingly there were details about this philadelphia experiment so the naval uh research center reaches out to the author mk jessup about it and uh he says that he's been getting letters from someone with the same handwriting, signing Carlos Allende. <laughs> Carlos, Carlos Allende. Carlos Allende. The, ram- uh, the ramblings were pretty crazy and didn't make much sense in the letters that he was getting. And so...
1: It's because he was an alien.
2: It started Jessup down... legitimizes to legitimize his thoughts in human words? Uh, because... I don't know. But, uh it started Jessup down this path, researching more about these experiments. And, uh, so now he's like acquired some knowledge and it's, it's been a little bit of time. And Jessup is supposed to have a meeting with these, uh, Naval guys talking about what he's found out about the Philadelphia experiment. And on the day of the meetup, he's found in his car with a hose from the tailpipe into the cabin, dead.
1: I feel like that's a clear suicide thing. Like, so, <laughs> you yes. can't lock someone in their own car with a fucking bike. Right, yeah, like in, he was in a park. Like, he I, he definitely did that
2: himself, I feel like. But why did he kill himself? Did he kill himself? Was it set up?
0: You could set that up.
1: You, so, could. you
2: could kill him and then put him in the car, I guess. Yeah. That makes sense. But because of this, it's uh, kind of authenticated all the mystery behind the experiment. Because people are like, why the fuck was he killed? Why the fuck did he kill himself? You know, if he was
0: the one trying to uncover this conspiracy theory,
2: mm-hmm. or he was crazy, that's why him. But the conspiracy
1: and he then was so killed
0: crazy, himself, he
2: killed and himself. he wrote this book and stuff. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Both of always to look at the same pie. <laughs> but Megan, you asked what happened in this experiment, so
0: I just imagine it has to do something with cream cheese, and I'm excited.
2: No, it's just oh, the city,
0: Philadelphia cream cheese. I fucking love Philadelphia.
2: Cream has cream uh, cheese is so
1: good.
0: I love cream cheese.
2: Philadelphia has a big naval base there.
0: I know, you keep talking about this belly button base and I want oh to get to it.
2: Off. So, the U.S. government created a force field around the U.S. Eldridge with a skeleton crew not made out of skeletons, just like the smallest amount of people. It's like, like the have. Black Pearl. Like, Cue the Arr. sweet, sweet uh, Pirates of the Serbian Caribbean I mean. music. Throw some Pirates of the Caribbean music. In
1: that <laughs> yes, right please there. do. So, uh, skeleton
2: crew. They tried to turn it invisible and it worked. It disappeared from the Philadelphia Naval Navy Harbor. How about that? And rematerialized 300 miles away in Virginia.
0: Wait, the whole ship?
2: Yep. Then it disappeared again and reappeared back where it was in Philadelphia. So upon reappearance, some crew members were fused in the walls of the ship.
0: No. Like,
2: they'd be like in the middle of like their toesies would be on one side of the wall, and their head would yeah. be on the other side. Yeah.
0: I don't like it.
2: Others went crazy. Didn't that happen like Harry
1: Potter or something? It's like the Harry Potter times. Is that where he like fell <laughs> through the floor and got oh.
0: stuck? Oh, well, in Harry Potter, if you, if you don't.
2: This happens a lot in like Tomb Raider, like on PS One. You're like, wait a second, I- I'm
1: glitched! I glitched <laughs> into the wall of the warship. Oh yeah, no. Except happen. this is no, real it, life. It's much it, worse in practice. Yeah.
0: In Harry Potterland, if you don't do the teleporting thing correctly, you can it's called splinching or something like that when you get one of your limbs.
1: But wasn't there like a floor that like dematerialized that someone's sunk into? Maybe that's uh, fucking Jumanji. Both. And like his face was sticking that's Jumanji, I'm thinking. Jumanji. 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 I don't know why I Harry Potter and Harry Jumanji. Potter They're both
2: now. Amazing, yeah, movies. that's true. They are amazing movies, uh-huh. but uh, anyways, but whatever. So, okay. some people were stuck in the ship, others went crazy. And there are stories of some of the crew members they went to a bar after and they were like fighting, uh, they got an argument of some sort. And like other patrons at the bar were like witnessing this, and they're like, they're, they would fight, they would disappear, they'd reappear, still fighting, disappear. Reappear so totally like like, fucked up, the, yeah. Their they're, actual like, the existence? Fuck? they're like flipping in and out. Um, and the government successfully kept the whole thing under wraps by saying this was uh, during the beginning of World War II, so they're just saying that they were casualties of war, like you know, they would go to their parents' house and be like, Hey, you know. We son, fucked up! Your son died in the war. <laughs> yep. Or whatever. On so American one. soil. <laughs> and then... Where we were uh, never invaded. The other people that survived became a part of the Montauk Project. So, that's what I was talking about at the beginning. Like, this theory turns into that theory, turns into other ones. So, you guys know about the Montauk Project, right? No. No? It's uh, basically what Stranger Things is based off yeah, of the TV show I on have Netflix. Some of it. So, uh just trying to uh, learn how to make super soldiers by torturing people. <laughs> it's, it's, oh, no. so it's like
1: X-Men. It's like how Wolverine became. Basically, yeah. They just fill your bones with Adam and Tyne or Montauk is home. a Speaking place on
2: northern uh like the northmost point of Long Island, New York. There's also the the whole like sleeper agent thing where they like they basically like embed <laughs> stuff into your mind and then you must they would kill the send Malaysian you to prime US. minister. they Zoolander. Yeah, they Zoolandered, Yeah, 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 it they zoo-landered, yeah. that's they, exactly You got the it old did. Zoolander. But uh anyways, yeah, so Montauk project, uh, MK Ultra, lots of fun stuff. So um was this a whole crazy government conspiracy? Was it just a bunch of coincidences surrounded by the crazy ramblings? When Jessup's sister heard that he killed himself, she wasn't really surprised because he was he was really kind of depressed about how shitty his book was doing. And, like, his life. Yeah, and, and so, like, it, it was plausible to her that, you know, that would have happened. Who was Carlos Allende? Um me. They found out maybe Carlos Allende was a name guy named Carl, who was kind of just kind of a crazy guy starting shit. He's like, my name's just Carl, so I had invent a last name to be more Carlos. than just a Carl. Like, There's some like interesting <laughs> stuff, and like uh, people go, uh, they go into it and they're trying to find the real answer. Did the Philadelphia experiment happen? There was this one guy who watched the movie the Philadelphia experiment and then he's like oh my god i forgot because they must have mib brainwashed my mind
0: oh really yeah and he's
2: like this really happened blah 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 uh i don't know it's kinda... yeah, this
0: kind of this stuff freaks me out though cuz there are so many experiments and projects that are like legitimately happened that we don't know Well all the yeah i mean of, we already talked about
1: one of them previously yeah like code name john project paperclip all that where shit. they were like blowing like, up nukes left and right and seeing what it yes. did to people like and they had no idea what that I'm was like, going I to, to do they just so, did it and it I fucked my, people up i mean to, at I least the today. american government it fucked people bad super bad
2: the nazi government they were doing all sorts of stuff no they got it done way <laughs> 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 they got it done way faster because they fucked an entire population of people over but
0: yay yeah, genocide
2: but, uh, yeah, that's what I have. I mean, it kind of, you know, like these conspiracy theories go, like they start off and it's like, oh, really? What the fuck? What yeah, there's this? kind What's of that? like a loose but, end like, to when, it. when you boil this one down, it really just goes back to this Carlos Allende character. And, I mean, you can further research if you want, but there's not much. if there. it all turns back to just one person, it's just kind of like, I don't know. But I think it's very interesting and you should check it out on the mm-hmm. internet.
1: <laughs> the internet. We're advocates.
2: So, let's do another uh, sponsor message. What? Hello, this is Carl Hardy Sr., owner and proprietor at Carl's Jr. and Hardy's Fine Restaurants, with an important message. It has come to our attention that in our coupons, there are detectable amounts of chemicals known to the state of California to cause cancer, birth defects, or other reproductive harm. Therefore, we are issuing a recall. Please send any unused, unexpired Carls Jr. and Hardy's coupons to Noodlebags John, PO Box 4206969, Omaha, Nebraska, for a reissue of non-cancerous, non-harmful replacements for whatever value stated on the coupon. That's right. We will replace them, no questions asked. Just send a self-addressed envelope and your coupons to Noodle Bags John. PO Box four twenty sixty nine sixty nine, Omaha, Nebraska. Thank you very much. And we apologize for the inconvenience. In the rear with the gear, what what's the what's the gear you brought there? Oh, the gear I brought here today
1: is a <laughs> beloved folk tale of oh my. of our generation. The legend of none other than Slenderman. The reason I chose this was because I was super into Slenderman when I was younger, like in my... Junior year of high school is when I found out about him. The Slenderman and it like I, I thought Man it was right the now. craziest thing. I told everybody that I knew about Slenderman and like we would go on these expeditions at night to try to find Slenderman and shit. And it was very spooky. Like You went on expeditions you... to find Slenderman? I grew up in the country, dude. There wasn't a lot to do. So there's a couple of <laughs> Slendermans out there so we'd I get some flashlights <laughs> you know we'd pack up and we'd go find place. like an abandoned farm or something and we're like let's find the fucking Slenderman, oh, dude yeah. and we went into abandoned farms we got kicked out of places that was actually probably the spookiest thing was when you're sitting in this abandoned house looking for Slenderman, and another car pulls up in the middle of the night to this place that you're at and they're like yo i own this land get the fuck out of here <laughs> it's really spooky He's but like, we did i that.
2: saw slender man they're like go home <laughs> Yeah, they're like, <laughs> this building that you're in is falling
1: apart. You could die here. You have to leave. <laughs> I'm liable. So please there leave. There might be
0: a Slenderman.
1: Yeah. Yeah, in, uh I totally wasn't drinking beer in case my mom was listening to this. Um. So anyways, Slenderman, okay. what What is he? What is a Slenderman? He's not just a man that's got a fine physique. No, Slenderman is much, much more terrible. When he
2: turns 90 degrees, you can't see him.
1: That's... <laughs> It's one of the things I've written down. So uh, Slenderman, in his appearance, is very tall. Probably mm-hmm. in like the almost seven foot tall range. He's very tall, very spindly, uh, slender, if you will. He is a man. He wears a suit in most cases from the lore. Who wears a suit in the middle of the woods? Slenderman, because huh? he's slender. All huh? right. It's easy I'd... for him to maneuver in a suit because he's slender. He's so slender.
0: It'd be cool to wear a suit
1: is he a men in black What's he looks I was wondering? he looks badass and menacing at the same time because of the suit so and he has no face right he's that is another thing he has no face though some people say that the face is different to everyone who sees him uh there's a lot of different depictions sometimes his face is just like totally blacked out sometimes it's like kind of scratchy looking sort of like a you know when you used to turn on your TV to play your Super Nintendo and it was just like fuzzy, yeah, sort of like that almost on his face. Ooh. Like it's it's spooky stuff. And they say if he turns ninety degrees, he's so thin that you can't even see him. <laughs> and it was actually oh just Steve that said that. That was, me. that was me earlier today. Was him earlier today? You can we hide behind the
0: trees?
2: Uh, he can so, hide, yeah. <laughs> We were like, he can hide behind a spider web if he was put this, this <laughs> <right."> <laughs> he Hide anything. He's paper thin. You played Paper Mario. Well, He's ones, like Mario from that. All know. the ones that I've seen, is he has his face. He like, also has it's, multiple it's like a face, arms, but it is has is no thing. features. Like yeah, there's like no there's no eyes, there's nose, no nose or mouth. Like, but it's, it's just face shaped. Yeah, it's still
1: a head. It just doesn't have a face. Uh, in in lots of cases he has multiple arms but in all cases some places they're kind of tentacly sometimes they're kind of just arms but they're always really really long like much longer than a normal person's arms they go down like a normal person's arms
0: you know they
2: go
1: down to like
2: his knees your waist
1: a little bit these go like past his knees like they're very long arms they're for grabbing enough. people. He's got
0: enough length to get on
1: that. He's got to have that reach, dude. He has got to have that reach. So he can dunk on him. Uh, so that's kind of what he looks like. In case you've ever seen this person, like, stop looking at him. He'll kill you. Uh, I but, where really I <laughs> but where did Slenderman really come from? I could be. But where did Slenderman really come from? They say that there's many cultures around the world that depicts slender like what? there's cave paintings no uh there's hieroglyphics there's ancient stories there's all sorts of stuff but the earliest known reference is found in some brazilian cave paintings and when i say the really? oldest known this is like older than the second oldest which the second oldest was these hieroglyphs that were found in uh tomb in lower egypt
0: i don't like that in I like th- 3100 all... bc like, I thought it was all, like, completely
1: fake. This is 2009. There is lore, dude. There is lore about Slenderman. Uh, but his best known... He's best known for being found in these German woodcuts by a guy named Hans Freckenberg. The woodcuts are called Der Ritter, which is known as the knight in English. And they were made in the 16th century, so in, like, the 1530s or something like that. Like a very very long time ago and the kind of weird thing about these wood cuttings is that he made these woodcuts in the 1500s and the village and the castle that they were found in was abandoned from 1543 to 1883 so there was like Aww. 340 years where this castle and everybody in the town next to the castle entirely disappeared they were just mm. flat out fucking no. gone Uh, it is believed that the thing with the, I guess, I'll backtrack a little bit. The woodcuts, they depicted a skeletal multi-limbed creature. This was like out of his norm for what he did. And then shortly afterwards, himself and everybody else in the castle where these woodcuttings were found disappeared entirely for 300 years. Uh, it is believed that the Freckenberg woodcuts depicted the creature that later became known as the tall man, who was a fairy from German lore that lived in the black forest and heckled children who wandered into the woods so basically like children would sneak out at night and go into the woods and the slender would relentlessly follow them like for the rest of their life until they either confessed to this or the slender yeah. caught them first whichever happened first oh I uh,
0: this one's terrible <clears throat> to be german in the black
2: forest so, yeah, it's... a lot of bad German. things in the German Black Forest.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's a really old forest. Uh, but those are kind of, like, the oldest things that happen. There's a lot more modern appearances. That's uh, all I
0: know. I didn't know it was, like, any sort of lore. I thought it was just all, like, modern. There's a whole bullshit. story, yeah.
1: There's a bunch of stuff behind like it.
0: Pasta. This is
1: probably going to be more of the stuff that you know about. Uh, in modern appearances, he still follows the same lore. He mainly hunts uh children or according to the lore anyone that sees him they say that once you see him or are made known to the slender man is never going to stop pursuing you until he gets you no that's just the end of it like you can run from him but tomorrow night he's gonna be there waiting and that was kind of the creepiest part when I was a kid looking for Slenderman, because once you convince yourself of all these things, and you're driving down the road, and you see, like, a mailbox or something, but you just see it for a glimpse in your headlights... It's like goddamn Slenderman! It looks like a fucking Slenderman, dude. It
2: really is pretty spooky. Well, it's really easy because the, uh, like, being human, we're constantly, like, trying to find patterns, trying we're to find human-like faces. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's that's yeah, just so like your brain, brain trick automatically actually, puts it together. Yeah. Yeah, that as humanity has learned, you know, to Well it's like
0: the other night I went to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night and I like shut the bathroom door and on the back of the bathroom door was this Jedi Sith not Jedi Sith robe that I bought for Steve for his birthday and it was just like hanging... Which
2: which she put there by the way.
0: Right, but it was like hanging there and it was this hooded figure and it freaked me out so bad that I couldn't sleep and I ran back to bed and I was like
2: well, I'm sorry you won't be able to sleep after the summer, No, but so. I saw a slender Man in the in the bedroom too so there's mm-hmm. a slender man
0: mm-hmm. me too every night
2: also the yeah. other thing like when we came back from watching the movie I, you see him I was just looking out in the backyard because we left no, the dog's house it was like backyard there's another slender man out your backyard is really dark dude yeah it's kind of slender man back there
1: there probably is a Slenderman man back there. He probably crawls out of the water.
2: But he's, he might be like a nice slender man. He's like, hey, guys, how are we going? possible
1: that he's not a nice slender man. I've never heard anything about good This is West
2: Omaha this is probably a nice slender man out there. There is He's like, hey, yeah, yeah, I'm just taking the dog
1: for a walk. <laughs> just walk in the pooch don't mind me <laughs> I'm, I'm not here to pursue you relentlessly and then eventually kill you or capture you or whatever it is I do. or make me. you kill you. that's probably the spookiest thing about sunderman is like when he catches people they're never found again
0: you don't know what happens to them
1: yeah so it's not like other monsters and what things where they're like, like he captures king. you and he skins you alive or something you know it's just like while well, the sunderman follows, follows you and
2: the then ending. one day you're well, gone. according to the movie he like, turns you into a tree yeah. Just kind of. God damn it. Nobody, like, nobody knows what, I mean. what happens when Maybe the sun is But I you. think the scariest and thing.
1: Forever, relentlessly, until he finds someone else, and then he has two people to have sex with relentlessly for until the end of I time. I think
2: the, the scary thing for me, like, the, the biggest scary thing would be me not understanding, like, reality anymore. Like, me, like, turning schizo, or, like, me, like, tripping. You know, like, not controlling my own like not like losing your mind losing your mind yeah yeah, losing your mind not being in reality anymore and i think that's what the movie was trying to do and i think that's that's what the slender man lore is trying to like go towards like once he he takes control of you and then you do whatever
1: yeah and you pretty much just like uh you lose your mind and that's one of the more terrifying things and it's interesting that you bring that up because i have a perfect example uh Mm -hmm. <clears throat> of somebody losing their mind to the Slender This this uh, audio that I want to show you guys is from something called the Henderson horse farm incident which happened back in 1954 uh, I'll just let you listen and I'll explain it it's on am I safe yes you're safe mm-hmm. tell me
0: what happened that night no horses horses after to know. Horses
2: Go on
1: Went up there Did All did the eyes No No eyes He's saying the horses had no eyes What did you see? Ran Ran
2: inside Got the gun Tracy's Crying Judy's Judy's screaming
1: He had them. was holding them. Who had them? Give me a fellow. Suit. And, and looking at me. Judy was screaming. Shoot me. Shoot me. Shoot me. Shoot me. Shoot me! Y- you shot Judy? Same her. Same her. Did you shoot Tracy? So basically the story behind that is this Henderson horse farm incident. This guy shot his wife and his daughter went missing Okay. in 1954. Uh, the police came to his house. All of the horses on their farm, they had a horse farm. Yeah. The horses were ripped to pieces. Like no. an animal had ripped them to pieces. Um, his wife was shot in the chest. It's like and a horse dead. farm,
2: they always had a lot of horses.
1: Not anymore. <laughs> they did, but yeah. they were ripped to shreds. And she was found shot in the chest, uh, his wife was, his daughter was missing, and he was basically found sitting next to a shotgun, like his whole house, or just blood everywhere, it was a fucking mess. Oh my god. They institutionalized him because he wouldn't say a word for about, I think it was like two years or three years or something, two something odd years. And then in 1956, they recorded this, and he finally spoke about the incident. Two years later? Yeah. For two years he wouldn't say anything about what happened oh my god and then he they recorded this and that's what they what they say so there's other ones too it's actually really cool if you go google some Slenderman audio you can oh. find the stuff it's crazy spooky so i'm sorry for anyone that has nightmares about oh, this me, you know, I, uh, you, you've been having nightmares anyways huh what are the really the true origins of slender like you know where did he start what's going on is this folklore a thing? What's up with this? Well, uh, actually, Slenderman was invented in 2009. None of these things actually happened. There may be some things oh drawn God. in between other things. But
2: I was the one that came up with the bullshit. Um, <laughs> no,
1: this is actually one of the most impressive cases of total bullshit that I've ever seen. And uh, yeah, he, he flat out didn't exist before 2009. Um, everything that you've heard all of the videos all of the everything is all entirely made up uh it was because in 2009 there was a forum called something awful that had a contest to photoshop a paranormal image and this guy made two images of the slender Man figure and everybody sort of latched onto it at that point yeah uh and the story really just took off it went crazy and, and so it's, people started is the one with
2: where he's like with the little girl there's
1: that one, too. That's, like, another video and uh, another audio clip, which is pretty wild. Uh, the pictures, yeah. The pictures are with the... I think he has, like, two children with him or something. Yeah. yeah. There, there, was two separate pictures, uh, and they have the captions.
0: pictures I've seen.
1: They're spooky. They're definitely spooky. So none
0: of this is real. They just... Wait, God. They
1: just fabricated yeah. it? The internet just made it up, dude. Jesus. Oh, yeah. They thought it was crazy, and... The thing is that there were so many people that became involved with this that were inventing so many different parts of the backstory for this creature, uh, that it, it quite literally became a folk legend. Like that's how right. creatures like vampires and werewolves and and all that sort of stuff. Werewolves, I'm sorry, I said that. Werewolves, it's not. Oh my that. god, werewolves! You did it. That's oh my gosh. from the last time you were here. Yeah, it's a nightmare. No, two times ago. Two times Jesse ago. Now. But yeah, that that's how folk legends work. Like. A right. bunch of people create a backstory that's just vague enough that it seems to span multiple cultures and multiple points of origin. And
0: realities and all that. Yeah,
1: but it's just it's just a very vague and versatile backstory that allowed it to become a folk legend. Uh, and since then, there's been a lot of internet forums and web series and even the shitty feature film, which you guys have <laughs> described, uh, They came them. out all about okay. slang, Man. Movie
0: pass. I mean, like people are just like people are so critical of movies, like yeah. And I can be too, but on I, on the other hand, I feel like if you got a jump and a scare out of it, and or you laughed, and or you enjoyed yourself, yeah, if
2: you got even that a few moments, moments of enjoyment,
0: asshole, Maybe it's not that bad.
2: I thought it was pretty good. I <laughs> it's think because it, of everyone's standards. I think it not really like the ending. That, it was like. They showed him a little bit too much, but I really like the psychological warfare that was going on, because I think, because that's my biggest fear, because, I, I, I don't like know, it... my grandma had dementia, and so that's like my biggest fear, is that one day I'm gonna not be able to remember things and kind of fade away, and that's, that's fucking terrifying to me. It's spooky, yeah.
1: <laughs> and that's actually one of Real the spookiest toxic. things that actually came out <laughs> of this, so while all of those like previous stories and the audio and stuff have all been like pretty much just fabricated fabricated well like they are spooky right. i will give them that they are never you
0: played was spooky
1: uh but there is actual spooky things that have happened because of this the number one thing being uh the wakasha sorry if i mispronounced that stabbing in 2014. Mm-hmm. Wisconsin. Uh, yep, Wisconsin. Two 12-year-old girls. 12? Twelve? 12 years old. Okay. Who had been researching the Slender Man, uh, became convinced that they had to kill someone in order to gain the favor of the Slender Man, and they took one of their 12-year-old classmates out to the woods. One of their friends. And they stabbed that girl Jeez. 19
2: times.
0: No.
1: 19 times is a lot of times.
0: Oh, my God. my
2: and to then stab somebody the <laughs> girl the girl survived and crawled her way to the road right
1: yeah the girl survived she did survive which is really good uh but basically the two girls they claimed that they feared the slender man would kill their families if they didn't murder this person and one of the girls ended up being diagnosed with uh early onset schizophrenia and the other one was also diagnosed with mental illness Both were sentenced to being institutionalized. They were sent to insane asylums. Yeah, because they they were tried as adults. One girl will not get out of at
0: twelve. They were tried as adults.
2: I know. I wonder what. They took a girl into the woods and
1: stabbed her nineteen times. That's I know. But why are you twelve?
0: Like what the fuck?
1: They're twelve. They believe in Santa Claus. Yeah, but at the same time, a (laughs) twelve-year-old has to be held accountable for stabbing someone nineteen times. I'm not saying they
0: shouldn't be held accountable. No matter what your beliefs are.
1: Try stabbing to. people is wrong like at well, any you age you know
0: if you believe um, in the slender man maybe it's not so wrong a three-year-old so people would be believe like in stabbing Jesus. people I mean...
1: 19 times is not okay like that's just flat out not yeah uh, the interesting thing about that is that which they... i think is what it came down to
2: marcus theaters uh didn't show it in that area that, that in wisconsin happened. yeah that area in wisconsin yeah that's probably for the better Probably.
0: I mean, like, imagine that community was just shook up by that, you know?
1: And then they're like, oh, fucking... One girl is in there for 25 years, dude, from the day that they did that. She'll be in a mental institution until she's 37 years old.
0: Oh, my God. But, like, okay. Because of the 12-year-old. But she said
1: some other crazy shit. She said that she, like, talked to Lord Voldemort, and she's hung out with one of the teenage mutant ninja turtles and like some so other girls. She's, like, like, she's like seriously like She does life. have mental illness hundred oh, no, percent. Yeah, she is she is definitely mentally ill. Uh the other girl is not quite as bad off. She's not like schizophrenic in that sense, but she's still got many years I think she's got like three or four years left well, was there one that
2: was an accomplished an accomplice and the other yeah, one was like one it. was like full-on schizophrenic
1: and one of them was like mentally ill and therefore easily convinced well, it's like here's my thing is if she's
0: is actually, my take
2: on it i might be wrong
0: i don't know the details of the crime but if she's actually completely schizophrenic how at 12 and schizophrenic was she charges as an adult And then sentenced that much time when we look at someone... Because because she's not going to prison. Okay, but when when no one's a Chinese national,
2: ripped the guy's head off in the other story. Cut the guy's
0: head off, he was schizophrenic, and never actually served time in a prison. Just Because
2: he's
1: in Canada, where it's okay to be a piece of shit.
0: Oh, okay.
1: That's... (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Fucking Canada's weird, dude. But the point is, like, no. this girl definitely did something wrong and she needs help and... (laughs) They're trying to get her help instead of putting her in prison, which is probably the right move. That's the right move. Yeah, uh, it is, it is. But she shouldn't, like, if she's going to do things like that, she should not be out in society. Oh, I especially can't. around yeah. other susceptible 12 I just
0: girls. like having a child who is closer to 12 than not being born. Just yeah. That just, like, freaks me out. Because I'm like, she doesn't, she doesn't even know how to...
1: Like, if I was the parents of the 12-year-old she's girl who like, got stabbed, I'd be like, no way. This other girl cannot be in society.
0: No, but I'm used them.
1: to let it 19 be. times. That's a lot. That's wild, dude. A 12-year-old girl stabbing another 12-year-old girl is fucked up already. And
2: surviving. There must have not been that deep stabbing. I don't That's know. That's just but crazy. I she nearly can't. died. She I feel like 19 die. is like, you're good to go. That's a lot of stabs. Yeah.
0: It's too like, many. Mm
1: don't walk away from that
2: like model.
0: i feel like yeah i feel like that kind of makes it extreme whereas had it been like two times it would have been something yeah it different. was like, like oh shit we actually. if it was this. like a
1: little scuffle but they they actually flat out held this girl down and stabbed her 19 times oh like God. one of them held her down and the other one stabbed her 19 times oh. so it's incredibly premeditated like it was a horrible thing to have happened
0: jesus all because um, of the slender bitch i'm gonna so, get slender killed now because i called him slender bitch
1: He's gonna he's gonna pursue you relentlessly He's outside right now?
0: No, please don't. I have a spooky backyard.
1: So ultimately, like the only really good thing that you can learn from Slenderman, I think well, I mean it's good entertainment in a way, as long as you don't take it to the extreme. Uh Slenderman is a super unique case of folklore because it's one of the few uh situations in folklore where it's happened entirely after the internet had been created.
0: Mm-hmm. okay yeah
1: and so you can trace everything about slender man back to its origins in a very linear fashion you can yeah, go like this cool. happened this happened this happened this happened yeah
2: like like looking up the history of a meme mm-hmm. yeah so people <laughs> people actually use it
1: to as an example of like how folklore happens it's used uh, in a very educational way for that reason which is a unique and cool thing about it. So it's a cool story. It's really spooky. Uh, if you get bored and you want to kill like an hour, just go look up some Slenderman videos. Yeah, and do it at listen work. Listen to those audios. Watch. Look at some of the pictures that people
0: can I don't want to be afraid.
1: It's scary. I like spooky stuff. Don't
2: do it while driving, but do it while
1: working. Yeah, do it while you're at work because that's where you should search everything on the internet. Unless your job is like a railroad conductor or like something where you got to pay attention, definitely don't do it then. And all right. Yeah, that's about all I got on Slender I love Man, it. I just hope you guys don't have nightmares. Sorry.
2: All right, and so to wrap up the show, we'll do our fast facts, but actually, we're gonna give you a little twist.
0: I'm gonna do the fast facts today. Yeah, that's right.
1: Load it up do that correctly.
0: One, ancient Greeks were already producing more than eighty types of bread in 2500 BC. Bread facts. Two, assuming a sandwich was eaten for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, it would take 168 days to eat the amount of bread produced from one bushel of <sighs> wheat. Therefore, a family of four could live 10 years off the bread produced by one acre of wheat.
2: What's up with the bread, though?
0: Three, the color, <laughs> <bad>. the color <laughs> twist tie or tab on bread packaging indicates the day of the week it was baked. What? Yeah, if it's yellow, orange, etc. No shit. Yeah, it does, and I mean that's super cool. Actually, I it means no something idea. to the people who are stocking in the science. shelves. Four, that's really a slicing cool. machine, I'm the hard first hard. bread slicing machine was invented by Otto Frederick Rowetter of Davenport, Iowa, in 1928. Doubt it. Number five, Napoleon.
1: You
0: Napoleon named a bread when he demanded a loaf of dark rye bread for his horse during the Prussian campaign. He said, Pain pour Nicole," which means bread for his horse, Nicole. I thought you knew. <laughs> Followed by Just bitch, French. give me that bread. Do a French <laughs> sound. I'm trying to go it slowly for you because I'm going to get to it here. But to the Germanic ears, the people he's speaking to, it sounded like pumpernickel. Pumpernickel.
2: Oh my goodness.
0: Pumpernickel. That's how we got the name Pumpernickel.
2: Pumpernickel. And what does that mean in French?
0: French for nickel. His horse. His God, horse is nickel.
2: What a name.
0: Pumpernickel. Pumpernickel. There you go. Fast facts. Wow. Done. That's a good one.
2: All right. I got some, some additional search terms for you. Um, go on to YouTube. Look up Bouncy Castle and Breeze. It's a terrifying sight. Is that the one where it
1: flies, or flies away?
2: Huh? Or it might fly towards. <laughs> I have people in it. Oh no. Oh, no. Um, okay, so Philip Morris, uh, you know the company that makes uh, Marlboro uh, Virginia Slims I didn't, I didn't know that. That they did so. that. No, yeah. You may um, not know this, but tobacco is known
1: to the state of California to cause cancer and birth defects <laughs> in pregnant women. You also cannot <laughs> sell
0: foie gras.
2: Anyways, go to PMI.com. That's Phyllis Morris International's website. Um, It's not what you would expect. And I thought it was pretty interesting. And then the last one is... um, Look up octopus stinkhorn. This is a very (laughs) weird mushroom. Don't explain it. Don't explain it. It's a mushroom. Life of a mushroom. Enjoy.
0: Follow us on Instagram at Clear History Podcast. We post stupid shit. So, yeah.
2: Also, if you could do us a favor and... Give us a positive rating on iTunes. That would help us get some more... Listeners, and it would help John get his goddamn Hardee's coupon that he's been gunning for. I think he just needs a five dollar discount. I
1: um, just, just I cannot to... afford the burger on my own. He wants I, a Frisco burger. I mean, I, I haven't eaten have to, since we began this podcast. If you have to do a Carl's
2: Jr. that'll work too. It but I uh, don't have one of those. Anyways, thanks for listening. uh We love you and we miss you. I don't
0: love you or miss you. But bye. We'll see you next time. Bye. I love you. <laughs> <laughs>